0: No, uh, to be honest uh, I wasn't really. It leaves me with more questions than the answers that I got. So I think where I was coming from here was to, to get an understanding of the data behind the car crash that is the ED system in UHL. So I am trying to understand here where, where are the people coming from into the ED, what times of the day are they coming in, uh, and whether or not those people could have been treated elsewhere along a different clinical pathway to reduce the overcrowding at the ED. So, um, and I suppose, you know, there is obviously an overlap here with the answer, with the need for an ED in Ennis. But uh, to be honest with you, that wasn't really the thrust of my questions today. It was to understand the processes behind overcrowding in the ED in in UHL Um, and not to be able to, given those, I mean... (laughs) Uh, Rebecca, I spoke to probably twenty people uh, between today and last evening, asking that if they had been told that the ED couldn't tell them where their patients came from geographically, would they believe it? And everyone, including myself, laughed. It, it is risible to think that the emergency department in UHL cannot provide a geographic breakdown of the people that are going in the door. Um, I, I, I just—it's barely believable. Um, so you know, I will be, um, I will be focusing on that again. I, I'm going to have to go probably higher up to the Aractus members and say we need to get these figures. They're key to understanding where uh, where people are coming from. And again, they, they they also said that they couldn't determine whether or not those patients could have been served in another. Uh, pathway so and i specifically was looking at the injury units and the medical assessment units because i see those as providing a short-term solution to the overcrowding in the emergency department um if you know i I was given figures to show that 27 percent of those attending the ed in limerick uh come in when those two other uh, avenues are closed so the injury units and the medical assessment units uh, are closed at 8pm uh, and there's 27% of the people that are attending the ED in UHL come between 8 o'clock at night and 8 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, does that point to me that maybe our the injuries, injury units and the medical assessment units should be open a bit longer? Of course. Um, I did ask for a breakdown by 24-hour period for when people are coming into the ED so that we get a, a better understanding of the patient flow so you know n- n- while uh, if 27% of the people are coming in at night uh, you know again we need to understand how serious are they are they things that could be treated in lower order through um, uh, to lower to lower order pathways and if they are well then we need to open those and we need to open them for longer times that's the entire pattern of my questions I have not got the responses to say that they don't understand or they're not able to provide me they don't collect the information as to where geographic uh, people are coming from geographically. or their levels of acuity? Um, I, I really struggle with that. Uh, I have a friend who's a, a data uh, analyst, uh, a data analyst, and uh, she, all she did was raise her eyebrows. Uh, that was that was the sum total. She was speechless and raised her eyebrows. You know, this is not rocket science. It's basic management data collection and collating um, and analysis. To, to reduce the crisis that's in the, in, in, in the ED in, in, uh, in UHL.
1: Killian, if this data wants to be put forward, do you think it would better indicate where funding needs to go?
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I think what we need to understand here very clearly is, you know, we need to, uh, the money should follow the patient, if you understand me. So, what My case here is that if we have a, an inordinate, inordinately large amount of people coming from Clare going into Limerick for, to avail of services that could be provided in a lower order pathway here in Ennis, uh, well, then why are they going to Limerick? It, it's crazy. So this to me is about saying if you don't understand the basic building blocks here of, of where your, your patient pathway and where they're coming from, it's impossible to address the crisis situation. I firmly believe that the information is available. Uh, maybe they don't want to give it to a local county councillor. Maybe uh, an Oireachtas member or somebody getting on to the, the minister uh, may have more success, uh, and that's fine. And we just have to follow that pathway if that's the case.
1: So, Killian, you will be taking this further. You will be speaking to your colleagues in the Oireachtas.
0: Yeah, I mean, and this to me is, I mean, and I've said this before, there is basic management stuff that, and data is, is at the core of that. Uh, to manage a crisis, you have to understand where the crisis is coming from. Uh, and it, it, the lack of this data, I mean, if they don't have it, then they need to start getting it. And if they do have it, then we need to see it. Uh, and that's simple as that, as far as I'm concerned
1: if you were to look at some of the reasons that they give for patient assessment, they say that it's not possible to determine if MAU or injury units could have treated any of the cases that came into uh, the ED. They say that information isn't recorded in that way and it would require a manual review of each presentation. If it does require a manual review, do you think we should be doing that then?
0: Um, Look, I'm... Pragmatic and you, know, you know enough to know that, you know, if that hasn't been known enough to know, well then, maybe we needn't look backwards, uh, given the manpower that would be required with a manual, I suppose, of cl- a trial back to the information. But what I certainly think is that we should be putting an, an extra uh, uh, column into the spreadsheet file to say, you know. Uh, could these patients be have been treated in, in a lower-order pathway? I mean, I know from speaking to National Ambulance Service uh, personnel that 50%, they would say that 50% of what they are dealing with into ED could be treated elsewhere. Um, I have no doubt that if we were to speak anecdotally to the staff in the ED, uh, their frustrations would be equal to that. Um, you know, I have no doubt in my mind that there are... are, are fraught and frazzled uh, ED staff throwing their eyes up to heaven every day saying how has how has this person got to be here in the ED why aren't they being treated elsewhere in an injury clinic or a medical assessment unit why are they here in front of us um, uh, in the system as it is and and we need to start capturing that um, I paraphrase uh, a, a, a very old saying about the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago the, the second best time is today and I would absolutely make the case today Uh, the best time to start getting this data was 20 years ago. The second best time is to start today and start getting it. Um, Even in in six months' time, you would have enough of data, I believe, to justify uh, increased investment in in infrastructure in County Clare, which is where I'm from and and, and have my primary interest in. But I would imagine that the same could be true for, 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 for Tipperary.
1: Finally, Killian, in relation to the MAU and the injury units, from the data that you have been given, it shows that 27% of people are being treated outside of their operating hours. You've talked about longer operating hours being needed. Would you be calling for 24-7 or do we need to move, first of all, towards perhaps till midnight?
0: Um, And that's why I I actually asked. Uh, No, I didn't get it. Uh, I got a phone call this morning because i I raised it the 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 graph i was given was not the correct graph so i still am waiting for that data to be presented to me um i I requested a a 24-hour um uh, view of when people are going into the um ed because to me that will clearly point as to where the extra hours um should be required um and again you know, this is, comes back to uh, assessing why people assessing the acuity levels of, of people going into the ED. If we don't know if we don't know how seriously they are, it, it may well be that most of the people going in at night are more serious, seriously uh, injured or in, in need of more serious care. But without data, we don't know that. Uh, and that to me is why we need to understand how seriously the patients are, uh, what time of the day or night are they going into the ED? Those sorts of information being overlaid on top of each other tell us very clearly, well, we need to, um, you know, it could well be that a, a lot of minor injuries are going in uh, to the ED from 8 o'clock in the evening until 12 o'clock at night, and after that it tails off. Well, there's your start. But we don't know that because we're not being told, uh, or we're being told that the data isn't gathered in that way. And that's, a, to me, that's a basic management function understand the acuity levels of the patients understand the times of the day or night that they are in general are required and allocate your resources to cater to that this is basic management 101 uh without it we're kind of flying in the dark here uh and and i think that that needs to change